You are tuned into Generation Wild Woman. This is your host, Bella, and I share the voices of awakening humans who serve the collective evolution of Earth. We have been silenced for too long, and these are the voices that humanity needs to hear so that together we can usher in a new vibration, a paradigm of heart-centered unity consciousness. Welcome to today's episode of Generation Wild Woman. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart and is really the subject of the wild woman archetype and what that means to me, what it means to you or what it means to somebody else might mean something totally different. So I'm going to bring on a very good friend of mine today to enter into this wild woman discussion. Her name is Jane and we've known each other for about 15 years and we began sharing our voice together and our wild woman journey together. And the way that we began sharing our voice and our journey through podcast episodes and videos on YouTube and what have you was actually at the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. And there was actually a little um, comedy skit or episode that was put out by the ABC in Australia. And there was all these media personalities who came forth and did this little one or two minute um, clip. And they said, shut up. We don't want to hear your voice. This is the middle of a pandemic. It's not time to start a podcast. And my friend and I thought, what? Are you serious? No one is going to push down our wild woman. No one is going to shut us up. So I'm going to bring in my friend Jane now and introduce you to her. And we're going to explore this topic of the wild woman archetype. How are you, Jane? I'm very well. Thank you, Bella. Thank you so much for coming on this episode of Generation Wild Woman. It's very exciting. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit, or the listeners, a little bit about what it was like for you when you saw that ABC clip and they told us to keep our mouths shut and to shut up? Can we swear? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. For a start, Bella, I'm going to add that it wasn't just keep your mouth shut and, you know, just don't say anything. It was shut the fuck up. Now, when someone tells me to shut the fuck up, I immediately go into a how dare you? Who the hell are you to tell me to shut the fuck up? You've got no right. So my wild woman rose up in that moment and it said, no, I will not. You tell me not to do a podcast. Guess what? I'm going to go and do a podcast. And I mean, at at that particular moment, it was a joke because I had no interest in doing a podcast. But then I met up with Bella a day later and her hus- she'd been having a convo with her hubby and she was blah, 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 blah at him. And he said, Jesus, Bella, you need to go and start a podcast. And I walked in and I said, Bella, we need to do something. So together that's how the Echo Chamber was born. Yep. So I want to talk a little bit. We started a uh, YouTube channel and a Facebook channel called The Echo Chamber. In actual fact, it wasn't called The Echo Chamber to begin with. We called it A Rise and Shine. But some of our family members uh, laughed at us so much because we were only getting like 
two viewers, three viewers. Like <laughs> it was really. I believe we hit the heights at thirty-five, but that's. <laughs> oh, did we? So we were getting like thirty-five views, and and one of Jane's family members. Uh, why don't you tell the story about that, Jane? Well, my much beloved brother, who um, he's a media, he's a media man, so you know. I guess he knows what he's talking about. But he um, he sent me a message and said that, um, you know, it's just you're doing this embarrassing little podcast. This, you know, it's like a, an echo chamber. You know, it's so embarrassing. It's just what, what the hell are you doing? You know, just stop it. And, um, again, it was like uh, I started to hear echo chamber, echo chamber uh, through the media. And I thought, okay, there's um, there's been a um, – some sort of a memo go out to the media to start calling people like us, people that do not want to stop talking and do not want to be shut down, um, an echo chamber. So, you know, an embarrassing little echo chamber where you're speaking to the same 10, 15, 20, 30 people every week, you know. And I thought, well, echo chamber, that's got a ring to it. So Bella and I sort of laughed about that and thought, yeah, let's do that. Let's change our name. Because this echo chamber is growing. Yeah, and, you know, our videos and our little audios in the beginning, they were only getting 10 views and 15 views. And then, you know, then they started getting 500 and 1,000 and 2,000. And and I think we've even had one clip that's gone up to 50,000, has it? And, you know what, we, we when, this isn't about numbers for us. This isn't about you know, an ego around numbers. This is just about we were two Aussie girls who were completely laughed at by our friends and family because we wanted to use our voice. And we actually didn't care how many people listened because we just wanted to think, okay, well, if if we share our voice and that touches even just one person and then that one person goes off and touches one person and that one person touches one person, it creates a ripple effect that's a wave that's awakening humanity. So that's what was important for us. Yeah. It, um, I mean, of course, we want people to hear what we're saying because what's going on in the world is extraordinary. We're living in extraordinary times. And like Bella said, there's a, a vibration that happens when two or more people get together and there's a power that's invoked. And um, we've found a lot of people online that we've we resonate with and together it is a mighty force and we're very proud of ourselves to be a part of that so and if you're listening to this you're a part of it too and it's brilliant because we need to be heard we need to be heard and and you know we're it's a call out to all women and all men if you're listening this is about a rise in consciousness a collective rise of consciousness for all of humanity and do you want to jump on the train or not what's it going to take for you to begin using your voice to stand in your sovereignty and to say no when you want to say no and to say yes when you want to say yes So part of the birth of my wild woman has been living my life in integrity and in alignment to the calling of my soul, which is going to look different to the calling of your soul. So if I want to work in a particular job or I want to drive a particular car because my soul says that that's what's in alignment, then that's what I want to do for myself. 
What is it for you, Jane? You know, we've talked about this over the years, Bella, the, you know, the meaning of wild woman. And, you know, when I sort of began to wake up when I was 33, and that's 22 years ago, the first book um, that I read was Women Who Run With The Wolves. And that sort of started to give me an idea of an expanded reality beyond my limited sort of 3D perspective. Um, And so, you know, 22 years later, and lots of uh, deep diving into who am I, where am I going, uh, you know, dark times, light times, all that stuff. Um, The question of who is the wild woman still sort of, it, it, it trips me up a little bit every time because it's sort of, it's it's flexible and it changes. But I was thinking about it last night and it comes down to, for me, it comes down to a feeling. I, I remember years ago when um, my children were, I, I felt like they were under threat. And in a moment when I was faced with this, um, I needed to protect my children, this force sort of rose up within me and it was just like like a powerful force. It felt like a lion. It was like this strength that I didn't know that I had. And I said, no, you will not touch my children. And in that moment, it was, I didn't think about it, but it was like, I was, I was struck by this feeling and thinking about it through the years. It's like, that was my wild woman coming up. That was my wild woman coming up to say yes. And, you know, my wild woman has come up and said no as well at times. And I was, think, again, thinking about it last night. And I remembered years and years and years ago, I think I've slapped two men in the face in my life. And in those two moments, my wild woman was the one that slapped them because it wasn't me. I'm not, I'm not a violent person. But up came this wild woman and said no. And I tell you what, I can still feel those slaps now, you know, 30 years later and it, that's the powerful feeling that wild woman represents to me. Mm. Yeah, it's it's such a different experience for everyone. What's going to trigger the wild woman inside of you to rise? For me, you know, the most recent experience was when I birthed my son and, you know, in the 3D reality, the medical profession will tell you I had a stroke in labour of the birth of my son. I was planning a home birth and... I ended up in a hospital transfer because I couldn't see. I had been blinded by what had happened to me. And I had neurologists coming into the room telling me to stand on one foot and touch my nose or to tell me that I needed to go have an MRI. Like I'm nine centimetres dilated. I'm about to birth my baby and they're trying to tell me to have an MRI. And this fire rose up from me where I screamed, fuck off at the top of my voice while I'm in labour. I mean, to think that that's when my wild woman chose to rise because I've got these men, and and it could have been women too, trying to suppress me when I'm in the most expanded version of myself. My wild woman said, you will not. You will not shackle me to a bed. You will not put a belt around me so that you can check my baby's heart rate. You will not do any of these things. You will not. You will not. You will not. And I know Bella pretty well. And when she says you will not, she she means it. You know. And you know, wild woman shows up in other places as well, like fun places. And I was, uh, you know, when you when Bella and I love surfing. So if, if we're out and surf, that you know, maybe it's a little bit out of our league. Or I'll speak for myself, a little bit out of my league or whatever. 
and there's a set coming and, you know, I'm sort of thinking this could be my wave and sort of paddling but th- and just at that at that point of whether you take it or not and it's like you see the drop and it's scary. Now, if someone yells out, go, it's like, Jesus, I've got to go because someone's watching. The wild woman says, yes, the wild woman takes the drop. Um, the wild woman gets the ride, you know, she gets the experience and uh, I just happen to benefit from having that wild woman and allowing her to show herself when needed and saying, yes, I'll go with you, I'll go with you. Yeah, and the wild woman will look and feel different for everyone. Like Jane was just talking about our experience with surfing. We love surfing and we access our wild woman through surfing. But you might access your wild woman through dancing. You might access it through painting or art. You might access it through mothering your children. How you access that version of yourself is unique to you and there is no one-fits-all approach. No. There's, and, and there's no one-fits-all approach for me either because, like I said, I think for me it's a, it's a fluid sort of response and it, I don't want to limit it to those moments when I'm in, under pressure. I want my wild woman to be with me uh, in in all moments, um, because I have three daughters, and when my wild woman comes up when they're around, they get to see that, and that can be something very mundane, like choosing what I'm going to feed them, and I will choose what I think is best for them, and that's based on you know that's based on reality and all that, but it's a wild woman decision because again it comes back to you are my children, and I will nourish you in the best way possible. And that's an instinct. So it's sort of a, it's, it's all very intuitive, isn't it, really, when you... Oh, and look, this brings it round to what's happening in humanity today and how our we are being suppressed by our, our tyrannical governments and what's going on with the COVID pandemic and the suppression and the forced lockdowns and the separation of people. We are being told by our governments to neglect our intuition and to ignore what our body is telling us and to listen and put our power in these health officials. Well, we've seen the health officials, haven't we, people around the world? They're not very healthy looking, are they? One thing I've really noticed, Bella, in the last year and a half is the wild woman archetype um, showing herself through these strong women uh, that have risen up and found their voice um, through the through the media or through, you know, the it, it turns the 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 alternative media now. So, in a way, we've become the alternative media, and there are certainly voices that are much bigger and stronger than ours. But again, every voice counts. Your voice counts, even if you can't raise it too loud. To speak it to yourself is just as important as speaking it out loud. So, so long as that voice is coming up and saying, you know what, this is wrong. This is wrong and I'm going to stand up, even if it's within yourself, to the powers that be um, that would suppress society, would suppress humanity, would suppress the innate beauty of this planet. Um, you know, there's something that it, 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 it's, a, it's a very deep uh, from the earth. For me it's from the earth and it's like, We've got to protect what we've got here. This is this is our life, our lifeline. We need to protect it. 
And I think, you know, you talked about the women who are rising through what's happening on the earth right now. The women are rising because they have children. And, you know, not not all of the women who are rising have children, but it's the mother archetype that's coming through to support the wild woman, the mother archetype. And if you're accessing the mother archetype, you could just be a child of the earth, the mother, right? So you are accessing this archetype and you are saying, you will not do this to my earth. You will not do this to my children. No, and, and what we've what we've seen as well, you know, the main the main reason that this is happening is because of the children, because of the children that have been trafficked and uh, sexually abused and used for satanic sacrifice, and in all of these hideous underground bases around the world with. Um, uh, you know, adrenochrome harvesting and all of this monstrous, monstrous stuff that goes on. That you know, we've only we, we're we're hearing about it now. We haven't seen it. We've seen glimpses of it, um, but we're hearing about it, and it 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 brings up the mother. Bella talks about the mother archetype. These children become our children. So whether you're a mother or not, um, you are. We are all together the parents of these children and we need to support the recovery of this and, you know, it, it, the horror that we need, we need that mother instinct to, to be part of who the wild woman is. And, you know, I think men have a wild woman as well and I think women have a wild man and I've seen some strong men through this process as well that have come into contact with their wild woman, um, which has just been a beautiful uh, thing to watch because it, we are in the the age of the divine feminine rising and that is for the men as well. Um, we're returning to balance. So we're, we're, we're turning our back on the patriarchy and returning to balance. Now, this isn't about women overtaking men. This is about us becoming equal and we have equal access to the wild woman, equal access to the wild man. And I think we need to understand that and embrace that. Mm, yeah, I like that. And, you know, when people think that, you know, we are in the patriarchy, people think that's men who have suppressed women. But I think they, the patriarchy is the culture that we are living under. And the men of today are equal victims of the patriarchy. And... As the patriarchy crumbles, you know, each man and woman is being invited to step into their divine masculine and divine feminine versions of themselves to access an equal balance of masculine and feminine within the one self. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, when you say, you know, men are, men are equally as victimised, absolutely. I mean, you only need to walk around supermarket shopping centres when the mask mandates are on and see how suppressed the men are, like you, these big burly men with masks on. And it's like, who are you? Where has your, where is your divine masculine? Where Where is your, you know, where's your wild man? For God's sake, man, take that mask off and stand up. Where is your... Ah, uh, yeah, we're all, you know, in inverted commas here, victims of. I mean, even the feminist movement is a psyop to 
create further division. And if you're listening to this and, you know, you consider yourself a feminist, that's okay. If you are for the evolution of all women and all men, that's okay. But what's being done to humanity with the feminism movement, I'm breaking up with feminism. I'm breaking up with that old version of what that means. Oh, well and truly. I mean, I, I don't think I, I'm, I'm not sure that I've ever been a feminist. I mean, I really enjoy watching men do manly things. I, I love watching men change tyres and build houses, and that's not to say that women can't do that, but there's something very sexy about a man being a man. And I'm sure that men would agree that there's something very sexy about women being women as well. And that doesn't mean we need to be tied to the kitchen sink. It means that we are standing in our power. And when a man stands in his power, you know, there's nothing sexier than that. And, you know, there is, you know, everyone wants this gender equality and, you know, gender, gender neutral, blah, blah, blah. There is something uniquely unique about being a man. And the gifts and talents that a man brings and offers to humanity and to the community and the gifts and talents that a woman offers to her community and to humanity are different, right? And it's about honouring the gifts of each divine masculine, divine feminine. It's about honouring those gifts and allowing them to rise. And when the feminine is truly needed, then the feminine takes the lead. And when the masculine is truly needed, then the masculine takes the lead. Mm. And, you know, Bella and I have talked about this and, you know, all this, we've, you know, we've, we've talked about the, the transgender sort of agenda as well and, um, you know, neither of not, we're not we're not racist, we're not homophobic, we're not any obic. Do what you want, be what you want, be, everybody's free to choose. It's, it's, it's not about that. I mean, Bella went and did a documentary series a few years ago over in Samoa, Samoa and met the Fafafinis. And uh, the Fafafinis, I'll let Bella tell you, but from my understanding, they're, the, the, they're born male, but they uh, identify with the feminine. And these women, men, are revered within the community as something special. And I know from other gay friends that I've had that back, you know, back in older cultures, um, people who are born one sex but identify as the other, they're revered within the community a lot of the time. So this is absolutely a natural occurrence. The problem today is that the, the ones that would control us have hooked into this agenda and they're using it against us to separate us, to say that because they worship Baal, who is a transgender god, um, they've thrown this agenda onto society and said to confuse us all, to separate us and to make us feel like that's what's normal. Well, that's not what's normal. Um you know that's not acceptable because it's 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 based on a diabolical agenda and you know i mean i've got lots of gay friends and I've, i know people who are transgender and these are beautiful souls but when you get a government such as the victorian government 3 weeks ago uh, allowing a christian organisation within the community to put out documents saying that if you stand in the way of your child wanting transgender medication from the age of two, we can take that child off you. I mean, come on, what's that? I mean, I saw a, a TikTok video today of all things and 
you know, this is really important, even though it was only on TikTok, this is the mentality that this gender agenda brainwashing has created. So it was a video of a young mum, you know, she was probably in her early 20s and she had this baby on her lap and her baby would not have been more than seven months old and she was saying, my son is gay. Oh God, I saw that. My son is gay. I knew it from the first time he looked at the colour pink. I'm sorry, ladies, gentlemen, anyone listening, this is the result of brainwashing. And look, if that child genuinely and naturally grows up to discover they are gay, like we said, we have no problem with that. There is a difference between teaching our children to be respectful and indoctrinating our children into belief systems that is going to pigeonhole humanity. Yeah, and you know, this is, I'm not sure where this this conversation was meant to go down this road, but let's go there. Um, You know, as we know now that these bloodline families that control the world, they use their, particularly their firstborn child. Um, And let's, you know, you can go and have a look in Hollywood and, you know, believe it or not, most of the big actors that you're seeing are not born the gender that they are portraying in the movies. So there's a lot of that goes on. And a lot of these, most, again, most of these A-list actors that have signed on, um, that are getting the the awards in Hollywood and, you know, all of this, they are part of the these bloodline families. There's a lot of Rockefeller stuff going, a lot of Rothschild. It, it, it goes all the way up to the top. And they use their firstborn babies and they change their sexes. Look at all these mothers in Hollywood Supposed, well, you, supposed mothers. You've got to look at the mothers who, one, didn't birth their babies. Let's look at Sandra Bullock. Let's look at Charlize Theron. Let's look at who Meg- else we got? Dare I say Meghan Markle. Yeah, Meghan Markle. Like they're faking pregnancies. I mean, look, we're going to go down past that people are going to think we're crazy. But, you know, Charlize Theron, her little boy, boy has uh, transitioned to a girl. And then you've got Sandra Bullock, her little boy has transitioned to a girl. And, and it's all these celebrities, it's they sacrifice their firstborn child because of some warped agenda to um, worship androgyny. It's just bizarre. Like when I found out Jessica Alba was really a man, oh, my God. When I, and when I found out that all these people that I thought were amazing actresses and how their body shapes don't change, like, oh, my God, they're actually the wrong sex. Like it even like blew my mind. I was like, oh. Why would they do that? Uh, we've cried, we've cried, we've cried over the last year. So many idols have fallen, right? I mean, how many? <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, not him or not her. I really <sighs> liked them. Oh, I thought, oh, I know. And this, and this is nothing new. This has been going on for, well, you know, let's talk thousands of years. But for the last hundred years, from particularly since, you know, Hollywood, the CIA took over the ho- over Hollywood in the – late 40s or wherever it was and turned it from, you know, probably there was some true stuff, true news into the Mockingbird media where it all became an agenda, it all became twisted and it all became a corruption of the truth. And why would they go to the extent of lying to us like this? Why would they go to the extent of, you know, changing our sexes and and lying to us and people are really male when they're female and vice versa. Like what is the point of all of that? Well, because it because these people are worshipping Satan. These are Satan and they're 
like I said, Baal is their idol. Baal is the representation of their god. Um, and this is a transgender beast. So we have a it looks like a half bull, half man, but it's got breasts and it's got horns and it's, you know, making all the signs and the, got the eye and all that shit. And um, this is who they worship. And, you know, if you think that we're, you know, got our head in the clouds, there's always truth said in these interviews. So I've seen interviews with almost all of these stars that we're talking about and people go, oh, you know, like Jessica Arbel, for example, will use her. Oh, why don't you tell us something nobody knows about you? And she goes, I'm really a man. And everyone laughs and go, ha, 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 funny joke. They are putting it out in clear daylight for us to see. They are telling us. And they're laughing at us. Literally, literally telling us. I mean, how's Brad Pitt? Oh, I ate babies. I sold my soul to the devil. Ha, ha, ha. Everybody laughs. You know, you've got The Rock. You've got, uh, I mean, you could pretty much all Katie of Katy Perry. Oh, I was a gospel singer. Oh, yeah. Oh, what happened? Oh, it wasn't really working out for me. So I sold my soul to the devil. And all of a sudden, I'm a big superstar. You know, and you've you got to look at who these people's parents are as well and who they're connected to and, you know, it's a, it's a very twisted, God, it just it just infuriates. It's it, like, you know, you use the word infuriating and I sort of say, oh, no, I'm calm. Yeah, right, fuck, no, I'm not. I'm not calm all the time. I get infuriated about this and it's... And how does this come back to our wild woman? Well, it was our wild woman who instigated the the desire to go and uncover all of this information, the truth seeker in us was inspired by our wild woman going, go and find this out and share this with humanity so we can wake the fuck up. You know, and, and if not now, then when? Because there is no other time. Um, we are in the squeeze. I believe we're coming to the end of this. I, I feel like we're, we're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel very soon here. But in the meantime... There's a lot of people still within the community that are in complete denial about this. And at this point in time, if you're still in complete denial that something's not right, then check your ego because it might be stopping you from seeing the truth because people don't like to be wrong. People don't like to be told, you know, you got this wrong. None of us like that. Um, and once you can admit, hang on a minute, I've been fooled, um, and we all have, we all have, all of us. Um, and you can stand up and say, I've been fooled, but now no more. That's when the wild nature comes to the fore. That's when the voice of the wild woman, the voice of the wild man finds itself. I mean, I've absolutely been fooled and, and I'm still being fooled and, I, and it's continual awakenings that happen all the time. And I'm even having them by the week, by the day. I'm like, oh, oh, God, they, you know, and and – I think the path of evolution and the path of expansion is being able to admit that you were fooled, that I was wrong, and that I have different information now so I can change my mind. Because, oh my God, I have a mind. I have my own mind. I can think for myself. I don't need to believe what I'm being told. Yes. Oh, the media is lying to me. The songs are lying to me. The movies have been lying to me. Everyone's been lying to us. We have been brainwashed by the media, by Hollywood, by our governments to govern the mind, to control the mind. We have been brainwashed so that we can be controlled. And we've had enough. 
we've had enough friends. We really have. It's um, there's never been a more important time to find your voice and connect with your wild spirit, your wild soul, because we've got some energy shifts taking place at the moment that are, if you're not waking yourself up, then the energy is going to do it for you and it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable. So the, the, the point is to ask the question, do I know? What do I know? And if you're listening to this, don't take our word for it on anything we say. The invitation is to feel in a resonance because a truth has a vibration. The truth has a vibration and that vibration feels good in your body and in your soul. So even if your conscious mind or your head is saying, mm, no, no, I think they're full of it, feel with your body. Allow your body and your soul to direct your feeling. And that's with any information that's coming your way. Use your radar, I call it my bullshit radar, to decipher, is this information true for me right now in this moment? And you know what? If it's not, that's okay too. But don't shut the door completely. Allow the possibility of... Uh, there being another narrative because there really is one and I don't know, just allow the possibility of it. And, you know, we receive hilarious emails all the time. Like what was the funny one we got? (laughs) We got called a couple of Gold Coast skanks. Oh, yeah, we're grifters. Yeah, we're we're Gold Coast skanks that are like taking people down a wrong path and like – Selling our merch. Selling our merchandise and ripping them off. And we cracked up laughing because – we hadn't earned one cent from anything. We've been doing these podcasts and videos for a year and we hadn't earned one cent, not one dime. And, you know, we heard a saying that I've adopted, I loved it. It's like I'm not doing this for free. I'm doing it for freedom. Mm-hmm. And there was a man that said that and I thought I'm going to take that because I'm doing this for freedom. I'm doing this for the collective evolution of humanity, for the highest good of all, for the well-being of all. Mm-hmm. And from the heart, you know, we've really learned the importance of coming from the heart and coming from love because love and light are the weapons of – they're the weapons that will overtake, that will that will beat the darkness because we're, we're dealing with – we're in a – you know, I've, I've never been a biblical person. I went to a Catholic school blah, 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 I turned against it from a young age. Um, but we're living in a biblical time because whether we believe it or not, they do. Okay, so these dark forces absolutely 100% are Satanists and they believe it. They've hijacked all of our, all the good stuff. They've hijacked our astrology. They've hijacked our numbers, numerology. They've hijacked everything and twisted and inverted it and are using it against us. And... Um, you know, fuck them. We want our stuff back. We want our good life back. They cannot abide in the light. They cannot abide in love. Love is the strongest weapon that you have against the dark forces. Mm. Yes, love coming from your heart, living in love every single day. How do you do that? How do you live in dark every single – light, sorry, dark. How do you live in light when we're just being bombarded all the time by the media and by subliminal messages coming our way? And for me, it's making choices that feel good. 
making choices that feel expanded in my body and expanded in my cells. And they're everyday choices and they could be as simple as uh, my friend invited me out to dinner this Friday night and I really don't want to go and I don't really feel like I want to, but I said I would. Yeah, I hope she's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> that was just an example, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like I said I would, but, you know, the choice feels contracted. To go out to dinner, even though I said I would, but I don't want to, it feels contracted. So if I go with that contracted choice, it's going to lead to more contraction. Maybe you're going to wake up with a headache the next day. Maybe it's going to spiral out of control. But if you honour yourself in that moment and go, okay, the most expanded choice for me right now today is to say, I'm going to take a rain check on that, right? And the most expanded choice is to stay home and nourish myself in a different way. So making choices every day that feel good. What am I going to eat today that feels the most expanded? And you know what? The most expanded choice might be sitting on the couch watching Netflix and eating pizza, right? It's not about what's good and what's bad. It's what's the most expanded choice in any given moment. Mm. Does it feel good? Do it. Does it not feel good? Don't do it. It's pretty simple. It's so simple. But yet it's so simple that people overlook the simplicity of that. We've comp- we, you know, we've, we're in the, we've just been complicated, overcomplicating everything that – you know, uh, the bureaucracy, the rules, the laws, the wash your hands, you know. it. The kids go to school and there's a million different rules that they have to abide by. There's no freedom. There's no play. There's, you know, it's, it, it's just dogma. Follow the line, follow the line, preparing us. You know, there have been people uh, writing, writing about this, preparing us for, for this moment in time where if we don't stand up now and say no to the dogma, if we don't turn the mainstream media off and say, no, you're lying to me, I see through you now, then it's just going to keep going down the road. And I mean, you know, we could take this sort of intergalactic or whatever and, you know, it's three-dimensional and five-dimensional, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, with these solar flares that are coming and all this stuff that's going on that's outside of ourselves but that affects us down to the inside of ourselves. I mean, yeah, make no mistake, this reality that we find ourselves in, this third dimensional 3D matrix, it is crumbling. This matrix is crumbling. The banking system will fall. Big Pharma will fall. MSM will fall. All the corrupt industries on the planet will fall. This is going to happen. This cannot be escaped. Do you want to evolve and come with love and an open heart or do you want to crumble with the 3D matrix? It's up to you. You get to choose. Yep, we all get to choose. We all get to choose. Um, Some people don't know that they get to choose. That's the problem. Um, But that's going to be at the end of the day, their choice. Because, like I said before, if, you, if you're not beginning to ask now, something going on, this doesn't feel right, well, you know, when? When are you going to ask? Yeah, and, you know, the thing with the, this evolutionary leap, this can't be stopped. You know, the, the, the 1% that are attempting to control humanity, this is like the last, you know, they've got their fingernails on the, 
on the on the chalkboard and they're hanging on for dear life. They're about to fall off the edge. They are throwing everything they've got at us to try and suppress an awakening humanity. But this is a freight train of light that is coming. This can't be stopped. It can't be stopped. There have been all sorts of, um, over the last few days, all sorts of media outlets have lost power and um, have been sort of offline for unexplained reasons. You know, we've got all these warning systems being put in place all around cities to keep people in fear. Um, We've got both sides of the coins showing themselves at the moment. It just depends on where your vision is, I suppose. Which side are you focusing on? And I guess that's where we want to take this now is is as humanity evolves and, and what that means is the vibration of the planet is increasing and that means that more light is filling humanity, is filling the earth and filling each and every being on the earth. So the, the vibration of us is increasing. You can call it ascension, you can call it an interdimensional shift, but we're really about to go through a quantum leap in consciousness and it's just so damn exciting and I choose to focus. I mean, yes, we're talking about this dark negative stuff because it's it's highlighting the 3D paradigm that's crumbling, but my focus is really on going to the multidimensional reality that we are entering into and the peace and prosperity that is going to be on this earth. We are going to witness the end of war in our lifetime. Look, I, I, I absolutely agree 100%. And but we can't move fully into that until we acknowledge what we've done. And collectively, we have allowed what's happened on this planet to happen. We've allowed ourselves to be taken over by dark forces through history. Um, and we've, whenever humanity has sort of risen up in the past, it's 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 almost like something major happens like a, the ice age or something so humanity has to start again it seems like there's like 10,000 or 26,000 year a cataclysm restarts you know yes. we're coming to the end of a 25 year thousand uh, 26,000 year processional age we spend approximately 2,000 years in each sign of the zodiac so we are at the end of you know the age of Pisces moving into the age of Aquarius. We're in those transitional years. We are also at the very end of a processional age. And that's why we are at the point of this tipping shift in consciousness. And humanity now has the chance to jump collectively. But we can only be in control of like, so the individual consciousness will always leap before the collective consciousness, right? So it needs enough people to individually choose to leap for the collective to leap together. So we must choose this timeline together and it's only collectively we can choose to leap. Mm. And you, you get different people giving, you know, throwing out different numbers. You know, we need 30%, we need 50%, we need 80% of humanity to wake up before we collectively rise. I think it's probably at least... 51%, you know what I mean? We, we just need the majority of, and then we can we can sort of drag those other ones up with us if they're coming, if they choose to come sort of thing. But we are in a collective consciousness, but individually we, we must decide. And each and every person here, if you're listening to this episode, your being here on the earth right now is no mistake. 
You've come here to have front row seats for the greatest goddamn show in the universe. And we might only have supporting roles. We're playing, you know, maybe we're not playing the main part, but each and every person on this earth has a very important job to do. We're each and every one of us is anchoring light codes. Each and every one of us is holding the collective vibration for this shift to occur. So don't think you're not important. If you could see your intergalactic resume, you would never doubt your reason for being here on the planet right now. No, I mean, you know, I, I always bring this analogy of how important are you sort of down to, you know, if we're all just a drop in the ocean, then... For one thing, there's a hell of a lot of us, but um, every drop is important. If each of us individually weren't in that ocean together, there wouldn't be an ocean. So every drop is important. So And every drop is connected. We are each connected to each and every single other being on the earth. Look, also, I mean, you know, we've learned when it's not just earth, is it? We're, you know, we're part of a galactic family uh, a lot of humans on the earth are kind of half human half whatever andromedan whatever they are all these you know crazy crazy sort of non non-terrestrial races um that have been here on this planet for a long time and overwhelmingly um it's positive but there is a a, a dark force that that is that has been at play for a long time that that we can Overcome. So how's that for some wild woman talk? You're going to love the wild woman, Bella. You're going to love the wild woman. I mean, bringing this back to the wild woman and how is it so relevant? For me personally, my wild woman has been what has ridden alongside of me in my own awakening process. My wild woman has been like my chariot. You know, she's been guiding this process for me, along with, you know, other events that have come forth in my life. For me personally, uh, it was the journey of bringing forth my baby. It was an eight-year fertility journey and also the journey of birthing Surf the Wild Woman, the documentary series that I'm doing. They have been my catalyst for growth. Each and every person on the earth will have their own catalyst which has precipitated or joined them on their journey of awakening. For some, it might be the death of a parent. For others, it might be the death of a, a family member or even a pet. It could be a birth, a marriage. It, it's Everyone's going to have their own reason for awakening. Yeah, I think my real true awakening started when I was 33 and I came out of um, a, you know, a four-year uh, emotionally abusive relationship and I got out of that and I had two babies and I said I don't know who I am but I know I'm better than that and so there started that journey but you know there was always that sort of like and we've talked about this there's you know it feels like there's something missing there's something missing there's something missing for the first time in my life since Bella and I since the beginning of this pandemic farce um, last year, and we found our voices. There's not. I, I no longer say to myself, "It feels like there's something missing. There's something missing." There's something. It, it, that void has been filled because the wild woman has stepped up and stepped in to close that void. Um, 
There's no more question of there's something missing. It's like, no, 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 here we are now. Everything's right here, right now. There's nothing missing anymore. We're right now in this moment. And, you know, the wild woman is right here with us. Yeah, my wild woman has, you know, called me into service for humanity. I am on the planet to serve in the collective awakening of humanity and my wild woman is what initiated me into that service. Yeah, and I, I never thought, you know, I'm here for the collective. I never I never sort of allowed myself to believe that I could be, um, you know, important in, in any way like that. But like I said before, I've learned that not only am I important, but you're important. Every single soul on this planet is important. And it's not even just the supposedly good people, you know, it's the other ones as well because if if we don't see that darkness, how the hell can we recognise the light? If we don't see that dark force, that dark act in front of us, how can we know that we're doing something that's the opposite of that? How do we know what love is unless we know what fear or, you know, what fear is. You know, and that's, you know, bringing it back to the dark and the light. You know, you can't have day without night and vice versa. So, you know, evolving in consciousness and taking this quantum leap isn't about removing the darkness. There is always going to be an element of darkness, but we've been living under 95, 98% darkness, 3% light. It's about bringing the balance back and allowing the light to come forth into equal balance. Don't you just love that people balance, you know, balance and equilibrium and, you know, like our like our friend DJT says, you know, let's bring back fairness. Let's bring back a level playing field where everybody has the same opportunities and go from there. You have a choice. We have a choice. If, we're, if we start on a level playing field, which is something that we've never known. I mean, we're pretty lucky in Australia. Don't get me wrong. I've never complained. But... Um, you know, there's a hell of a lot of people around the world that are not on a level playing field and encourage the best of us to come forward, the best of what we have to offer. Yeah. We are just so excited about the direction humanity is moving and we are so excited that we are serving humanity and that together we are going to create oh, my God, the most oh, juicy humanity for all. It's just going to be so blissful. You know, it, it, it's, hard to, it, it's hard to imagine how beautiful the world will be. It's hard, you know, and it's only hard because here I am saying it's hard. You know, once I sort of – once we start to change our language, because that's the other thing, you know, our language – is it's it the English language was created as uh, as a, a, a as a way to put spells on people. It's almost like a form of witchcraft, in a way. And um, we can take we can take that back. We can change our language instead of saying, "Oh, it's hard to imagine that." I I can choose right now to say, you know, it's becoming easier. It's becoming easier to see how which it truly is, um, and and not go so hard on myself and say it's actually becoming easier. I'm beginning to get small glimpses of what the future could be like because I'm going to imagine it from my perspective, 
from what I want to see from for the for the world, for humanity and for the planet. And we all get to do that. We've all got that. We all get to say, mm, it was hard once, but it's becoming easier. And now I'm beginning to see. Mm. Yeah, we're moving into a multidimensional reality. And for the vast majority of us who have been living in this very linear 3D-based timeline of past, present, future, to get our head around the fact that we're moving into a quantum reality with infinite timelines and possibilities available, it's going to take a little bit of a jump. It's going to take a leap in consciousness before we can begin to see. But we can at least open our heart to the possibility of this brand new paradigm of consciousness that we are stepping into. Mm, like it's, it's just a matter of sort of saying, well, what if, what if? What if? And I, I'm going to leave it with this question today um, for everyone who's listening. How does it get better than this? Ask yourself the question, how does it get better? How does my job get better? How does anything get better? But because it's so good, how does it get better than this? I'm having the best damn experience I can have. How can I make it even better? Instead of what's going wrong, focus on how you can make it even better, even if you're having the best goddamn day you've ever had in your whole life. And, and be easy. Be easy on yourself. You know, we, we have time um, and we have, we have opportunity. And it's, it's, we, we truly, truly do. There is something very beautiful unfolding and we'll all see it. We'll all see it over the next few years. So thank you so much for tuning in today to Generation Wild Woman. May the collective consciousness of humanity rise into heart-centred unity connection for the highest good of all.